I'm personally not at all thematic driven. You know, I think I believe in global macro trends. But if you take a step back and then ask, okay, well, those trends are great. What's your themes or what do you want to invest in? And I'll, I'll shrug. I'll say, I don't know. And I would say that the main thing is I'm open to be surprised. And so just being completely open to new ideas is, is how I approach the business. Welcome to this special sneak peek of the Acquired Limited Partner Show. We had an awesome LP episode where we interviewed Chathan Putagunta, a general partner at Benchmark. Chathan is a board member and led investments in Elastic, Sketch, Duffel, and Pachyderm. He previously led investments and held board positions at Acquia, MuleSoft, MongoDB, and several others. It goes without saying that he has a pretty unbelievable track record, especially in enterprise investing, and we wanted to share some of the highlights with everyone here. In the full interview, Chathan goes deeper into the philosophy and logistics of how Benchmark operates, the global macro trends he believes will continue into the future, and where great investments come from. Of course, you can get access to that by clicking the link in the show notes to become an acquired limited partner, and all LPs get a seven-day free trial. So without further ado, here are some of my favorite parts of our limited partner show episode with Chathan. Chathan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. As you both know, I'm a huge fan and um, excited to, to talk with you guys. Yeah, good to have you on this side of the table. Exactly. It's <laughs> great. If you're looking at something that's like sales software, you want to be able to call the people that are selling today, not the people that were selling 10 years ago. And so as you look at maybe marketing software, you're looking at a new you know, CICD pipeline. Mm -hmm. Like you want to be talking to the people that are in it Practicing. today. Yeah, yeah. And and those practitioners have insight into problems that's really valuable. Yeah, that's such a good point. I mean, like a, a big mistake that VCs can make in diligence that I've made that I've seen be made is you call people that are not the early adopters in a market or not on the bleeding edge and like, ah, Never use that. And then you wake up five years later and they're using it, you know? Right. And if you talk to a MySQL database expert in 2012 about <laughs> MongoDB, they would say, why would I ever use this? MySQL solves all of my needs. But if you would talk to a, a developer that was rapidly trying to prototype consumer yep. applications, for example, yep. they would then tell you that MongoDB, despite its flaws in 2012, because it was an early database, mm -hmm. And it's way more mature now, obviously. And so if you talk to the people that were like really using it, they would always talk about the time it took them to get it into production and into prototype. Mm -hmm. They'd always say like, you know, whenever I tried to build this on a traditional relational database, you know, I'd have to really think about the schema. I'd have to really plan this out. And then, you know, I'd really be thinking about the database for a long time. Yeah. And then I'd put something out and it wouldn't even work. So like that was wasted energy. Right. Whereas with this, like... Let's me be a cowboy. Exactly. And so somebody would say like, well, sharding is done really poorly. And the, the <laughs> reply to that is like, look, if you're worrying about sharding, your application is probably working. Yeah. So it's yeah. like... That's like, a yacht problem. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. get to the point where you're having sharding issues and you're dealing yeah. with like different set of problems and and that was you know how ultimately mongodb helped monetize right is that they made the creation super simple 
and then they started selling tooling and software and cloud services that enabled you to run MongoDB super easily. All right, this may violate your I'm not a thematically driven investor comment earlier, but if you were building an enterprise company today, where would you start? You don't have to give me a specific idea, but at least how would you evaluate if you were onto something, if you were on an interesting trend, that sort of thing? Well, I think part of the reason that I get to be a venture capitalist is that I simply could not start something. Like, I, 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 like I just couldn't. And you have been an indie developer in the past, right? Yeah, you you that's built right. iPhone apps? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am not an entrepreneur, period. Having the sense of that limitation really enables me to understand what it takes and what has enabled people to be really great entrepreneurs. I think that's a skill set and a, a mindset that requires an effort and a commitment that is not suited for everybody, frankly. Those that want to create and develop really come up with unique insights. And so if you're building an enterprise company today, I would say that part of what works is finding that unique insight. And that can come from personal experience, that can come from just learning. You often see people that just enter an industry that don't have any experience in that industry kind of see the mental way that, that something is working and question the fundamental assumptions of that and say, why is it working this yeah, way? Fresh like, eyes. Right. That this should work better. I'll give you an example of a company. In rounding out the Chathan the Human section, what's something that you want to get better at and, and what are you focused on improving right now? We've entered a really interesting time in technology where there's more sharing of ideas in terms of like what's working and what's not. I think Twitter is an incredible platform where people are openly sharing ideas about, you know, I've tried this in enterprise software, I've tried this in developer tooling, and what you guys are doing in the with podcasts and the number of podcasts that are basically becoming vertical specific mm -hmm. and like super specialized. And so I feel like acquired in a lot of ways sort of disrupted to the extent we have traditional media tech reporting with like, well, we're niche here. We're, we're for like people actually do it. Acquired's going to get disrupted by like six different podcasts sure. that are like, we're like acquired, but for developer <laughs> exactly. tools companies. That's like, right. That's right. And knowledge is, is going in the way of like, you can go a thousand miles deep really quickly. And as a result of that, it's just open for learning. And one of the things that, I am super fascinated by is this concept of like learning in public that a lot of people are doing. And you guys do that on a podcast, right? You learn in public through your acquired podcast. And I think that's a, that's a trend that's here to stay and finding a way to tap into that based on what you're interested in is super important. And I think I personally really, really believe that it's important for me and it's important for my job to continue to be a learner and to have that context to be really, really context rich in the topics that I'm interested in. And at the same time, the challenge that comes with trying to learn it all is that you start forming your own opinions. And the challenge with forming too strong of an opinion is that you'll start definitively saying that will work, that will not work. Mm -hmm. And then that again goes back to this idea of like, well, you have to be really open-minded mm -hmm. to being surprised. And well, the two problems with it. Yeah. One, the coefficient of luck is right. so much higher than like everybody, anybody is willing to admit. Yeah. Two, 
it closes your mind. That's right. And so, so you have to do this, this delicate balance of learning a lot without forming opinions. And I think you can constantly get better at that. Thank you, Chathan. You can listen to the full interview by becoming an acquired limited partner, which takes just two taps and everybody gets a seven-day free trial. You can click the link in the show notes or go to glow.fm slash acquired to get interviews with great investors, conversations with founders and operators, and hear David and I dive deeper into the art of company building than you'll hear on the main show. With that, thanks a lot, and we'll see you next time.